Ninjas vs. Monsters, starring Alexia, written and directed by Justin, is now available to buy at ninjasvs.com. That's ninjasvs.com. Or you can rent it on iTunes or Xbox or Comcast, wherever you do that stuff. So go to ninjasvs.com or rent it, buy it, check it out right now. Just check it out. It's even got on the DVD at ninjasvs.com a commentary that's basically a Trek off show with me and Alexia just talking over the film. So go to ninjasvs.com. You really want to see this one. Ninjas vs. Monsters at ninjasvs.com or rent it on Xbox, iTunes, or Comcast. Okay, enjoy the show. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Enterprise Double D's. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not you guys, man. Like you, you universe. Gu- you guys computers, are good. You guys are nice. Internet. Like, you guys are the nice people. Fucking, like you're. Yeah. Thank you for tuning into the Trek Off show. Um, uh, and seriously, I love you, baby. This should be a testament to our love for all of you, yeah. honestly, because I was so ready to just be like, you know what? Fuck all this. No, seriously. Shit. I want to I want to talk about Star Trek. Hey, you remember that episode of Star Trek the Next Generation? It's my favorite one. It's the one where Captain Picard is trying to talk to Data, but Data's microphone in his ear doesn't work right. And then Data tries to talk, but when he opens his mouth, there's no sound that comes out. <laughs> and then when Data opens his mouth, then when he talks, the sound comes out of his asshole. It's weird, and it's not weird how it works. So Data goes in another room, and they try to talk to each other over the view screen, and the view screen doesn't work. And so then it's just, like, fucking, like, Picard sitting there looking lonely on a screen, and nobody can connect to him. And they Yeah, nobody can talk, and nobody can communicate, and, like, they're trying to figure out what, like, and you just, and, and each scene, you just see each, like, crew member, like, slowly going mad. Ironically, right? they're just trying to do a podcast about 21st century America. It's, it's weird. <laughs> yes, so, they have a podcast. Like it's a little known fact that Picard and Data oh actually have God. a podcast about twenty first century Earth, and um, yes, fucking work. So, <laughs> so that's uh, that's look, man. What has happened is we spent the last fucking hour trying to get this to work, and now you guys get to bear the brunt of our anger <laughs> and our irritation. Oh, yeah, good for you. you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Did you do anything Star Trekky this week? Oh, hold on, hold on, honey. Can you give me pretzels? Give okay. me pretzels. Can you also you. give give me Valium and alcohol? Um, oh my god, that sounds great right now. So, did you do anything Star Trekky this week? Um, did I do anything Star Trekky this week? Me neither. My name is Justin. My name is Alexia. <laughs> Trek off, bitches. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, as much as you give me shit for, like, the last time when I was talking about our living room um, and how we were going to finally have one, like, one of the things that is going to be a, uh, that's going to be cool is I, a long time ago, I got, like, a one of those huge uh, Enterprise 
uh, it's like a vinyl wall thing. Oh yeah, like you know like about? decals. Yeah, and it's like got it's gigantic. Like it's fucking huge, and like it's basically gonna go. Like I told you, like I got rid of like half of the wall to the the room. It's gonna be the living room, uh, aka the eighties nightclub. And across from that wall, there's like just like a big open wall space, and like that's where the enterprise is gonna go. Like, cool. and it's gonna be. I'm looking forward to like getting to put it up, and like Mr. A found some really cool um, art stuff. Um, that had some Star Trek theme to it. Like we were, cause we, and we've been like, as we've been doing the, the remodel, like one of the things we're doing is putting in like a, like built in media shelves because like we have a ridiculous amount of like DVDs and Blu-rays and like games and shit. Right. Like, like 2000 or something like a fucking lot. Like I'm not even exaggerating. Like that sounds like a ludicrous number, but it's actually accurate. So, um, like, like two walls are just going to be dedicated to so that. So if you're looking and, for like, someone to rob, <clears throat> No, go on. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you like my taste in movies and video games, maybe. Um, I don't know why you would want to rob me. That's just I imagine rude. like robbers uh, coming in, but they're like they're they're like like eighties robbers, so they're like you know they're wearing ski, <laughs> they're, they're wearing ski masks or like like snow like snow hoods, you know. Like they they look like the wet bandits. <laughs> And they're going through. And they're like, they're like, they're like, this is fucking a box of John Hughes movies. I don't even get this. I don't, I don't even get this. Like, like seriously, like zapped. You have zapped. Who has zapped? <laughs> but, but so in seriousness, so I wanted to cover them though, like I, because they didn't want this the wall, like the the shelves to be out. So we're talking about like our options for how we can put doors. Uh, in front of them so they don't have to dust them constantly um and like my in my brain i have like this three door like situation i'm like but then what do we put on the doors like we should make them interesting and i was like oh wait if there's three doors on each side we could do command science and engineering <laughs> like, oh cool that would be That's great fun. Um, and so we talked about that like i don't like that like but that's like a art project right so like we would have to figure out a way to actually paint the doors that way right like the the obviously we'd be making the doors ourselves so like then that would make that a little bit easier but like then the other thing that we saw some other thing online is where i found some some kind of metal once again welcome to home improvement off uh, just... but like they had they had like star trek there too like they had like a like a hanging um like enterprise um like it was like I mean, they were actually really interesting they're like steel like with art on them so like they're they're kind huh. of like rugged and industrial looking um so yeah like so we're definitely there's gonna be star trek in the room is the thing so for all that'd of be your, cool like, i, I mean to look, improvement I, like it, it well, wouldn't I, be my place if there wasn't star trek no and now. and and i think it, it brings a certain continuity continuity to my life knowing that like i could go into your house and i would be immediately like feeling like i've gone into like my own little comic-con which is <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is exactly what what i would want to do um and look yes. i'm not one look i i I certainly don't sit on my my oh you nerd you know pedestal. Uh, anyone who uh, follows me on Facebook certainly saw that I posted pictures of my toys this week. Maybe I'll post it on the truck <laughs> off feed as well. Um, but I have like a shelf of fucking like toys. 
Um, and it's got like a uh, puppet angel and puppet spike and, uh, and Captain Picard, a bunch of Jay and silent bobs, like a bunch of, uh, Darth Vader's are in there. There's Captain Picard in there. There's like just, just a whole bunch of, of basically pop culture toys. And then, so do you know where I keep the Kirk that you gave me? Where? I keep it with the, with the, the nudie Spock pick. Okay. Very nice. In the, in the kitchen. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> like we and we actually had a conversation so there's a so one. so for those of you who don't know um uh our good <laughs> our, 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 our good friend uh daniel ross um gave me a picture which then i i regifted uh to uh to alexia of um is it is it just nudie spock or is it kirk and spock N- no, it's Spock with um with I, I believe what it looks like. I mean, I can't be certain. There's no like title. Yeah. To it. Um, it's, it appears to be the chick from the um the Spore Planet. Episode. So it's so it's Spock um absolutely naked with um like with a bit of a chubby, but like n- he's not really long. He doesn't have a lot of length, but he's got a bit of a chub well, it's going not on. Really super hard. It's not like hard yet. Like it's yeah. It's yeah, like it's like pre hard. It's like a pre hard. Yeah, it's pre cock. <laughs> Um, sort of like pre-cum um but different i know it's but it's like it's like it's this very unusually and it's explicit, really well done it's like, like it's this really, yeah it's, 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 it's really an incredible beautiful. piece of art but also just like wow like some thought went into the amount of blood flow to his penis at this time um yes and the fact that they're like you know just about to get you know going <laughs> yeah like so the start of coitus <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing anymore. And we actually, so we had a conversation about this because um, Mr. A's family is um, rather conservative. All right. Um, which is odd. If you know Mr. A, you're like, what? But it's true. Um, and we were, you know, we've had his mom over a couple of times to see like the the way the room is coming together and everything and like the next project he wants to do is the kitchen and like he's like well i mean he started that we got like this big debate slash fight over whether we would have that on the wall uh when when or if his family ever came over and i was like because i had that like every time i see it i have this mini conversation in my head as to what i would say to his mom when she sees it He's <laughs> like, I can imagine her reaction to it. Like, oh, <laughs> guys, I wish, I wish you guys like, could see the picture in question because it is, it is truly, it is like imagine, imagine the front of like a Harlequin romance novel, and now put Spock, but they're actually nude. Now, now, now put Spock, and then, then like give him like half a chub, but he's like, he's like three and a half inches long at this point. He's clearly like a grower, not a shower. Like he clearly yeah. he's gonna he's gonna reach a good like five to seven inches when it gets there, but it's not there yet, and that's sort of like and he's it, like yeah, and I'm sure he's I mean he's definitely think about it like Vulcans in general occur to me as 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 growers and not showers, right? But like, it's on its like, way. That's the thing because of the practicality of that, you know. Um. So <laughs> yes, it's clearly on its way, and like it's I mean. Like there's no mistaking what you're looking at. Yeah, no, no, like no. You, <laughs> this like, is not you insinuated. Seen... You're not seeing it through his pants. No, I mean it's yeah, it's, no, it's there. No... It's yeah. there. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's like my position is like, no, nah, man, I am not taking that. Like I wouldn't take it down if friends were coming over. Like I would be, I would be proud of it. I love that thing. It's awesome. Like, and if you don't like it, then don't look at it. 
<laughs> like is my position. Oh, like, but but all right. So, and I'm sure that 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 was Mr. A's position. Like, look, man, we don't need to have this up. This is this is pushing it a little bit. Was that sort of his his position on it? Yeah, it was. He was sort of like, I don't want to have the the fight. We don't need to have the fight. Like, we I'll be honest. I'm I'm, I'm kind of like, with him. I'm kind of with him. Mostly I know that be- you would. I'm sure that you are because you have kids and like you guys. Like your your house is far more family friendly. But like that's not the only thing that we're gonna have. Like, we also have, like, um, my um, sister's friend growing up, um, Maris, is an amazing artist. Like, check her out on Facebook, Maris, M-A-R-R-U-S. She's fucking awesome. Uh, she has this line that she uh, did quite a while ago that always fascinated me. We finally were able to purchase it from her um, of these, like, carousel women. Like, it's basically, like, women who are, like, done up like carousel horses, like, with rods through them and everything. Like, and it's very... I mean, it's kind of intense, you know what I mean? Like, as yeah. art goes, like, they're, they're scantily clad and they're, like, you know, fucking have poles going through them and shit. Like, it's the kind of thing that I could also see more conservative people not really responding well to, right? And it's, like, my position is where does it end? Right? Like, at what point, like, do we just perhaps we it, perhaps it ends our walls? Perhaps it ends at Spotcock. I gotta say, there's... <laughs> Like, perhaps it start. Perhaps it begins and ends I, at Spock. I mean, I mean, like, 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 like the. I, I, I love the. I, I mean, I love the slippery slope argument, though. The, the, the. Where does it end? If we take this <laughs> right? down, if we take, we might as well not have paint on the walls. What? Why would we? <laughs> well, no, that's obvious. If we, far, but like, if we can't, uh, if we can't art- have impaled naked women and and Leonard Nimoy's half chubby penis on the wall, I right, just, I just don't know why we'd have people over. Um, I don't either, right? I just don't even know what would be the point, man. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get, I, I get where like you're coming it. from. I guess my point is, is that, is that having seen the picture and being acutely aware <laughs> of the fact that you can't unsee it, it, it will always be there. <laughs> that you can't unsee it. <laughs> that 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 it's one of those things. Like you say, you you say, oh, well, if you don't like it then don't look at it and that's like like saying hey once you've looked at the sun don't see that spot on your retina um because <laughs> it's there it's there forever like while we're talking about it i can fully and 100 percent. i'm getting a little chubby just thinking about it this <laughs> it is it is absolutely and 100 percent something that i i can and yet i I gave it to you with with Daniel Ross's blessing, knowing that one, I was never going to do anything with it because he gave it to me, and I told him I was like, "Listen, I'm never going to do it," and and I knew I was never going to do anything with it, and I gave it to you because I knew it would get used, um, both as decoration and as spank material. Um, so oh, I know you have at least once, man. I know there's been one time. <laughs> Spank. You just you just put it up there. I just love that you call it that. That's so I, I girls don't call it spanky. Whatever you so call like, it. So like in my brain now is like vision of me like just spanking my van, like literally spanking it, just like spanking it. <laughs> <laughs> like sitting in my kitchen smacking my van. <laughs> <laughs> sexiest vision ever oh my gosh wow um i just feel like maybe i'm doing it wrong you know sometimes the name of the episodes write themselves half chubby spock 
is just like clearly that's got to be the name of the episode today. Half chubby. <laughs> Welcome to Half Chubby Spock on Treko. Um. Oh my goodness. Oh it's my. a beautiful piece of art, though. I really like it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, we're having a we're having a lot of fun with it. But the the truth is, is that like it's it's really really well made. It's real. It's like it's it it, it's professional. Like it's like, it's, to it's, be, like I, I would feel differently like if it was if it was just gratuitous like and not nice and not pretty right like then it would occur to me like like the, well the, and the, I want to let me let me be absolutely wall. clear it's gratuitous it's it's not not gratuitous oh yeah but it's not just gratuitous that's my point no right? I mean it, like, well or, or if it was like you know it's not like someone like drew like a stick figure of pointy ears and a big cock you know on a bathroom wall this like this is like right. very nearly photorealistic um yeah it's really well done it's beautiful I mean like, it's, and I love that his hair is like long and down and like it's, it's i mean no I just, it's it's a it's a it's a it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome piece of art and same thing with like the you know the impaled women um like just like like is it like like is it a is it exploitative and anti-woman is it is it is it pro it's not is it's, it comment it's beautiful but it's but it's, it's a, just i mean but it's also got a not, twisted not, kind of but brain that's, right? but that's that's like, the whole point though that's the the intensity of it is is it, it begs the question is this a is this just like weird you know weird horror art or is this is this a satirical commentary on the plight of women or is I feel this like it's that second thing if you've ever met her you would agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> like but, obviously i would never you know deign to say i know exactly what she was do- thinking or doing but like that's how it always occurred to me but right? the question i mean I but that. but it but it sparks the conversation and that's like it is it yeah. is by definition a conversation piece um yes but it's not necessarily a conversation i want to have with a parent you know i i i like, I guess. I mean, I guess what's happening is I'm getting older and I think that I'm my my patience for like not is 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 wearing thinner where I'm just like, you know what? I do want to have that conversation. Like I'm tired of with everybody everything. all the time. I mean, not with everybody all the time. I really don't think I would with mo- like most people coming in. Like, I feel like they would just love it. They would be like, oh, my God, of course, that's what you have in your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be like it wouldn't even be a thing. Like, it would just be that's amazing. I love that you have that. And that would be it. Like, there's there a good friend of mine. A- there's a friend of mine named uh, named Josh when I was in high school um, who uh, uh, he would wear the, just like deliberately inflammatory T-shirts. Um, he had one. Now, keep in mind, this is the 90s. So this is like back when Qaddafi was the bad guy. Right. You know, there's always been a bad guy. The okay. bad guy was at the time was Qaddafi. He had a shirt that said Cuck Qaddafi um, that he would wear into school. And it doesn't say fuck Qaddafi. It says Cuck Qaddafi. Um, and he would wear it like deliberately to get someone to tell him to not. Um <laughs> And and my favorite shirt that he had, and this was the greatest one, and it's like nobody ever caught it. It was a shirt that looked like it had the symbol for like Ford, like on Ford trucks, like the Ford symbol on it, um, where it's like the blue oval, the elongated oval, the blue, and then the fancy writing that says Ford. But it said fuck. Huh. <laughs> and, and no one ever ever caught it and i couldn't believe that are no, you serious not, like no either that or their the, brains or, just auto corrected that shit yeah or or i gotta imagine there's got to be like an assistant principal that walked by and went fuck okay 
What do I gotta? I'll just like I like the idea. Like if you're an assistant principal of a school and you see if someone's wearing a shirt and the shirt says "fuck," you have to walk up to them and remove the shirt from them. Like you, you, you cannot let them wear that. But if you if you see that and it's like subversive in that way, you got to imagine there's some member of the teaching staff who saw it and was like, "Well, look, man, I've got plausible deniability. I can say I didn't see it because I yeah, I can say I thought it said because now I know a bunch of teachers." And like, like I know, like teachers are, are like, just like anybody else. And sometimes I like some of the filthiest people I know are teachers. Like it's right. like <laughs> knowing that in retrospect. Very so there's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. We're, we better talk about some Star Trek or about some kind of sci-fi. Well, so I, I, we've been talking about Star Trek. We've been talking about Spock for a while. Um, so I did watch recently, um, <clears throat> the, the episode and i'm halfway through another one i'm i i like you know to go to the original series more often than not so uh i was watching um the episode where they're supposed to go to uh, the the uh, it starts with an m the name of the the aliens it's the one where where they they wind up in tombstone and they're the the they're not like they're facing down the herps and that's their punishment because they're supposed to die there. Yeah, I, it's not because they had gotten you, warned away from the planet, and they were like, "Don't fucking come here!" Like you've been warned. <laughs> and then like they go anyway because they're supposed and so to they have to contact. fight fucking Wyatt or right. I'm your Huckleberry. Like, I'm your Huckleberry. Like, and what's what's funny to me at at this point is like I remember seeing that episode like back in the day, right? And I loved it. And I still love it, but like now when I watch it, because I've seen Tombstone and I love that fucking movie, like it's really, it's so much harder for me to watch that episode now because I'm like comparing the herbs to like, you know, fucking Tombstone and they're not like as good as that. And like, and in the, and in the episode, they almost seem like they're kind of not even the good guys. Like the people in the town are kind of like fucking herps you know like you said you you're gonna take care of them and nobody's gonna say nothing like and it's like but but you know that the herps were the good guys like it doesn't even make sense <laughs> like it's weird but i love it anyway because you know it's the one time where Chekhov gets some ass well you like, know it's like tons of ass i think i think the other thing about about that is that's the sort of thing that only the original series yeah. could do because it had it had that you know, as we've talked about before, the ability to do camp and have camp be accepted and you could slap camp right up next to drama and have it work. And I think it was not like really until Buffy where you could do that again. Like, I really think that it's it was really blessed in that way. Um, oh, definitely. Like, I mean, because by the time that they're toward the end, like Chekhov has died and they're about to be facing off the OK Corral and like. You know, Spock is like had his epiphany, like spoiler alert, and it's none of it's real. And he's like, but you have to believe that it's not real, right? Like, and what I love about that is that he has to mind meld with them to help them believe that it's not real because, like, their immediate argument is like there will always be doubt. Like, even if I believe you, right? You know, but like, it we're only further human. proves further proves that Spock is an idiot sometimes because if he wanted to wake them up, all he had to do is take off his clothes and show them his half, half chubby cock, <laughs> and they would be immediately snapped into reality. Going, <laughs> I think that that's actually the answer to a number of episodes. I know that we just haven't seen. You know, that's what you do. You get to the climax of every episode, and then you just show that that picture and cr- <laughs> and 
credits. <laughs> then everything works out. And then I see, you know, they're just sort of laughing at the end. Yeah, like, you just oh. get that laughing freeze frame. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Brad says, computer freeze broke. No. Um, computer freeze broke. But then, uh, so after that episode, though, I started, I'm not done with yet, the, uh, the one uh, where they're, this is a great Klingon episode, actually, where they basically are being manipulated both them and the Klingons and like it's so telling too this is one of those ones where it's like they're they're being manipulated through their hate and their prejudice um there's some alien entity that basically makes them believe that the Klingons have destroyed an earth colony and makes the Klingons believe like that the humans like the starship enterprise attacked their ship and destroyed it like and nobody questions when they're like all of them on the Enterprise that like all of a sudden swords show up and they they're like, I guess something like 400 people are trapped below deck. So like their numbers are even like, shouldn't y'all be questioning this? Like, come on, you guys, like you're so wrapped up in how much you hate each other. Like and, and I mean, to the point where I think Chekhov is like created a brother that didn't even exist like i think that's the moment that i, I, I and think yet, that's and, I had to stop and yet clearly the, the message is really clear and it's like that's a message that would be you know hello where did you go damn it what you can't hear me yeah you cut out now i can hear you well well hey i'm not even gonna edit around that shit man sometimes it happens out there man sometimes you're right you're right in the middle and you know it's i'm gonna blame it on spock's chubby Chubby Spock. <laughs> it's powerful. Uh, it's very true. Chubby Chubb Spock. Uh, but I think it's like it's such a moment in the episode because like basically Chekhov like loses his shit. And he's like, no, they did it. Because like, of course, Spock's the one to be like, um, I think we should examine this. Like, it's kind of weird what's going on right now. But, saying, do, you right? Th- but like, do you feel like Spock in that case is the is the voice of the writers saying, hey, these prejudices that you have, maybe you should also be examining them. Yeah, I really feel like it is like they, you know what I mean? Like it because of their prejudices, they're like super easy. Because I'm sure there are I'm sure there are people who are going, you know, hey, what did the communists ever do to us? (laughs) I said, I I said, I'm sure that there are people out there who are who are, you know, at the time would be going would be saying, hey, what did the communists ever do to us? Right. You know, which is, you know, and I'm not going to have that political discussion. I'm sure that there are good points to be made on both sides. But in the in terms of what the writers are trying to say, they're going examine your prejudices. Because like, think about that shit. Like, because because maybe you're being manipulated to have them. Yeah. Just like and and to think that we're not manipulated in some ways via media, even today, like probably even especially today. Like, you know, I was reading an article, a really interesting article. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to really reveal what my political persuasion is, except to say that I was at one point on one side of the aisle, and I am on a different side of the aisle than I was at that point. So I've I've seen both sides of the issues, uh, being a staunch supporter of both sides of the aisle at one point or the other in my political career. Um, uh, uh, again, damn it! Really. That's so weird. God, it's irritating. I can hear you really well, though. Oh, then you're gone again. No, I just stopped talking. Um, oh. I'm talking now. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, I can Great. hear you now. 
Good. If that happens again, I'm going to have to edit through this shit. So please, please, Internet, bear with us. Um, So I was reading this really interesting article and the interesting the interesting article basically said um, it was from somebody who was uh, who was a clearly a a right leaning uh, opinion person. But they said they made an interesting point. They said they said, you know, you could look at um, you, you could look at some of the issues that that are shown on the news and you could look at either of the news channels that you would consider to be bent one way or bent the other way. And you'll see that there are stories that one side will make a huge deal about and the other side will say nothing about, even if it's to say, here's what's going on, but we don't think it's a big deal because of this. But what they do is they will, they will sort of get their point across by not talking about the issues that don't support their, their case. Um, and this is a this is a writer who was uh, again, again I'm not going to get into what I think politically, but this writer was uh, was talking about the Planned Parenthood story, and they said they said they came right out and said, "Look, I'm going to be the first to say I'm a supporter of Planned Parenthood." They said, "I I like Planned Parenthood. I think that Planned Parenthood is 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 a great organization. I support it." But that being said, the big news story about Planned Parenthood this week was only being shown on sort of right supporting news organizations and it was a big story and they said but there seemed to be relative silence on the other side and they said that you know you could take that story and flip it the other way too and see times that that the other side saying something and and the way that they are manipulating this person said and I'm not saying this is the truth but they say that they said in the article that that the way that they manipulate you is not in what they say but in the stories that they choose not to run because then you will because right. and it's not just like they give you one side of the story there are stories they just absolutely don't even mention um, and it's not on the stuff that they focus on. It's on the stuff they don't say. It's really interesting. It was an inter- interesting article. Yeah, and it's really, I mean, when you think about it, it's so difficult, especially nowadays, to find out, like, the truth. Because if, it, if, it's, a, if it's a magazine that you read, if it's a news station that you watch, if it's a blog that you follow, like, there's so much out there. And like, well, and, and I have I have a friend, a very smart friend who said that that I said, I said, so what news channel do you watch? And they said, I watch Fox News and MSNBC. And I said, what? And they said they said, because one is leans one way and one leans the other. And they and they'll go and I read the New York, New York Times and the New York Post. And why? Because I want to to read both sides of the story and then form my own opinion. And right. if, if only like it's, it's getting increasingly difficult to do. I know because there's, there's so much stories. Game of Thrones to watch. I that, know. Well, but I think that's, you know, it's it's what what they call it. The 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 narcotic in the masses or whatever it is. The, oh, it's bread and circuses all the way. Yeah. Um, sure. But hey, I like those things. And, and here, here we are. We're such fucking hypocrites because we we're not. Oh, even, I know, we're, right? We're talking about how we don't talk about like this shit that's wrong in the world because we're busy watching. We TV have a show for people when they're so done watching Star Trek to listen to us talk about it. 
But instead, now we've gone political. <laughs> Home Improvement and Political Spock Cock Track. That's the name of our new show. But Trek Off was shorter. Um, hey, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to jump totally. I, I want to make sure we don't run out of time to do this. And we're going to zip through it real fast. Uh, but Mike Sandoval posted something. Uh, we love Mike. He's a listener to the show. And he often has given us topics to talk about. Um, this is an article he posted listing in order from number 50 to number one, the 50... Uh, greatest science fiction shows of all time. Um, and I'm just going to go through from 50 to one and we can talk about it just as I go through. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Number 50 Thunderbirds. <laughs> did, did you ever watch Thunderbirds? I did. Yeah. I wish I could say I did. I watched, um, I, I, I watched team America and I know that it's related in terms of its yes. style. Um, very much so but my understanding is Thunderbirds actually tried to be like a serious sci-fi show on top of everything that there was the yeah like I don't remember I mean I watched it as a kid like I don't remember it being a joke you know like I remembered it just being you know like that's how they were telling the story with puppets you know um, here's the next one number 49 Land of the Lost I watched the show. Did you watch Land of the Lost at all? This sounds familiar, but I don't. A bunch of people are riding on a raft. The raft goes through a tunnel and they end up with dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. I don't think I actually. I mean, I might have seen an episode here or there. And occasionally there are aliens. And it's like very 70s. And I I remember. uh, But it's like, like, I remember fucking Land of the Lost. And I remember looking forward to it, thinking it was the coolest thing. And in a pre-Jurassic Park world, it's like, fuck, humans and dinosaurs together? This I must <laughs> see this. Um, That's awesome. It, now, on, on a low-budget 70s television. Um, uh, I loved Land of the Lost, number 49. Number 48, here's one I didn't watch, Space 1999. Oh, I don't even know about this. Um. This is a Moonbase Alpha. Um, it's a British. Uh, it's a British show. We actually lived in 1999, so we don't know it that well. But it's uh, evidently number 48. Number 47, the Six Million Dollar Man. Fuck yeah! Here's I the shit out of that. Here's the thing. My understanding, and I haven't read the whole list, but I've read comments on it, is that the Bionic Woman is not going to appear on this list. Um, what? Oh fuck that shit! I, that makes me mad. Well, see, she should, not only does it make me mad because she should be on the list, um, but the the thing the the question it begs this question: the six million dollar man is only number forty seven out of fifty. So for bionic women to appear on this list, she would have to be significantly better than the six million dollar man, or at least better. Um, it was that a better show? Yes, I watched it more. I watched it more too. The Six Million Dollar Man it was a show I was vaguely aware of in that. He, yeah, like I watched it he back showed in up. the day, but he, like I, I would watch it when it I, w- I wouldn't ever try and watch the Six Million Dollar Man. And I knew him best as the one who would show up to visit. Uh, Jamie, yeah, like Jamie that Summers. was my my. Yes, it was him showing up on Bionic Woman. Is it, you know, what's cool for me is that there they, there was a time where like just like we have Arrow and Flash now we're like fucking these people are their own show but then they show up on each other's show and there was like a, whatever yeah, probably like crossovers like, right there was like Bionic Wednesday at one point at one point Bionic Wednesday or whatever was happening 
Um, Six Million Dollar Man, of course, the story of a man who uh, who becomes incredibly injured and gets parts of him replaced with bionics, and they make that cha 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 sound when he is really strong and does cool things. Um, number forty. I fucking love that noise. Number forty six, <laughs> Dark Angel. Do you watch this one? Oh, with Jessica Alba. Yes. Um, yes, I fucking love that show. I have the whole series on DVD. I didn't. I only liked the first season, and then they got into the mutants, and it was a bridge too far for me. I just couldn't get into it. But the draw for like me, it. the draw for me about this show was was James Cameron. Like James Cameron is making a semi post apocalyptic sci fi show. I I was so there, and I was really into it. But I watched it like pre Buffy. Um, pre like me watching Buffy at all and I think that it never reached the heights of other shows that are going to be on this list but I think that it's um, I would I kind of wish it would have been made like five years later because I think it would have run longer and been better because it was yeah I mean I think it was a little before it's time maybe yeah so. it had the seeds of being great and I don't think it ever achieved it but Dark Angel um, oh, I, don't know. I really enjoyed them I, I enjoyed the series I know by the end it, it got kind of crazy but like I definitely, I mean, I, I really liked the characters. I liked, you know, like even this, like the ancillary ones, like normal and like, and of course I had a huge crush on your eyes only. Oh my God. Is that guy hot? Number, um, speaking of hot, number 45, Knight Rider. Oh, fuck um, yes. The, the picture. I mean, the picture that there's the best of both worlds. The picture that they're showing on this, the picture car. they're showing on Knight Rider is uh is David Hasselhoff sitting on top of Kit with a mean look on his face and a thumbs up coming out at you. It's like <laughs> only what a here's my problem with Knight Rider. One, it's not very rewatchable because I've tried. And two, it feels like the kind of thing that should absolutely be able to be done. Like that's a show that deserves to be rebooted and rebooted well. And they've tried a few times and they can't fucking do it. Because like for- they because they're too wrapped up in in fucking bullshit. Like they like I mean every time they've done it, like the fucking female characters have been these like ultra oversexed like fucking Barbie dolls, and like it really pisses me off. And it's like I want fucking Bonnie, man. Like yeah, she I saw was the night ri- the Night Rider like- two thousand movie. I remember that. I remember there was this something called like Night Night Rider. 2241 that was on channel 20 there was like a bunch of people had cars like team knight rider um yeah um you know i i like i remember the knight rider reboot which was actually a spin-off and like michael knight was in it and he was the father of the new michael knight um just like like and it was awful and just like i it's such a the the idea that you have this the the key relationship is a guy in his car and 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 that they they never got the charm of Kit quite right again. And they that- didn't. I mean, I will say that the most the most recent abomination that I I did watch it and it was and it was just for the scenes with with Michael and Kit because. And do you know they- why it was an abomination? Because it was the one thing it shouldn't be boring. It was a boring show. Other whatever other problems you would have with it, it was dull. I was bored. No excuse. Number forty four, Jericho. I never watched Jericho. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is. I mean, I, I've heard the name, but I don't know what it was really about. Or number forty three, Space Above and Beyond, from the nineteen nineties. Um, it's a show I heard the name of a lot and never saw. So sorry about that. Oh, number forty two, Dollhouse. 
Oh, Dollhouse. Dollhouse, man. It's so do- fucking good. Dollhouse so suffers from good. a weak first season where- I don't even think that's true, dude. They're, they're, getting, their, the they're getting their premise down, and it wasn't so- it's, it, I do think there are episodes, there are filler episodes in the first season that that didn't ring with me very well. I and, largely felt like the first season was was great because it was like really the mystery of it and the like, oh my gosh, like they really did a great job of introducing. For those of you who don't know Dollhouse, the concept of Dollhouse is that essentially people who want to escape from their lives have have or have maybe been forced into this um have had their memories erased and stored kind of in a computer um and their bodies become blank slates and their minds can be reprogrammed with any number of scenarios and it stars um uh, eliza dushku faith from buffy um as the main character echo who can be uh essentially she's a whore and then the next episode she's a, a a wife and the next episode she's an assassin killer and the next episode she's an artist and the next episode she and it's sort of it's sort of quantum it's a fucking actor's dream it's like it's, show, and it's it's a you? little quantum <laughs> leapy um but the thing is is what starts happening is you realize that the echo is supposed to be erased every time and she's not getting erased um and something yeah like the idea is supposed to be that you basically you go into this thing you get wiped they store your shit and then like what is it five years later i think yeah some some amount of a couple few years later like they put your memory back in and they give you a shit ton of money and you're set for life so like, i almost i totally see the appeal and the draw like why a person would be like fuck so like, spoiler you spoiler for the theoretically end of the, anything that happened spoiler right? for the end of the first season because i do think people need to go out and watch it they the show is much deeper than what they're letting on it's joss whedon um of course uh and the the end of the first season, there's an episode that they never aired on television that only came out with the DVDs um, and then is now out on, on, on Netflix, if you can find it, that essentially says, OK, so what would happen if the government got a hold of this ability to wipe people's minds and can do it over the phone and over radios? And suddenly the show becomes about the fucking apocalypse. And yeah. and then season two jumps back like that episode never happened and then barrels toward that episode. It is a fucking amazing watch. Number 41, Battle of the Planets. Man, uh oh, I don't know what this is at it's all. It's an it's an animated show you will remember. It's it's it uh it's sort of done in anime style and uh they're like sort of superheroes in space, but all of their like helmets look like birds and their capes look like wings. And they're awesome. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember I them. Do. I mean, uh, I don't remember any plots or anything, but I remember that. I remember the look. Number 40, Life on Mars. I never watched it. Number 39, Lex. Did you watch Lex, L-E-X-X? I did not, no. Um, Number 38, War of the Worlds. Number 37, Twin Peaks. Here's an interesting thing. I never watched Twin Peaks, but I watched- I did not either. But I watched Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me, the movie based on it, which my understanding is that even if you watch Twin Peaks, you don't ever really know what's going on. But I watched Firewalks with, Firewalk with me. The movie makes no sense in and of itself. And then also not knowing what's happening because I didn't know the show. It is a trip to watch. I dare anybody. Don't really do this. Stay up for two nights straight and then watch the movie. Because um, I do not. <laughs> I do not advocate drug use. Um, but uh, suffice to say, um, it it is. Uh, David- and it's probably best enjoyed whilst in a um altered state well and the interesting <laughs> thing is that my understanding is that they that showtime is bringing it back 
with the same cast really? and David Lynch is doing it. So that's good. Number 36, bitty, 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 Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Oh, Buck Rogers. Yeah, love Buck Rogers. I loved Buck Rogers. I thought Buck loved Rogers it. was cool. It was um, also- Totally had the little dog. I had that toy. Like Battlestar totally Galactica, also clearly like cashing in on the fact that you could do Star Wars type stuff. You could make ships move fast now. And that was, you know- that was the the reason it was getting done, but I loved the idea. Before you ever had Star Lord, you had Buck, man, that guy from you know <clears throat> from our time, you know, going into the future. It's you know, there's a bit of Demolition Man in there, where like everybody in the future is really smart, but they're all kind of not savvy. And he shows up and he's like essentially like, man, I'm I got this down home American way of looking at things, and really, if you look at it this way, I'm usually right. And they're like, fuck, Buck shit you you're wise and he's like fuck you and they're like yeah fuck me it's amazing um and, and it has and it's twiggy and that's that goes, buck rogers in a nutshell everyone <laughs> it goes, beady, beady. <laughs> 35 cowboy bebop an anime show i've heard a lot about but never seen i know me as well but never seen 34 caprica the spinoff from Battlestar, the new Battlestar galactica um caprica is a slow start what i love did you watch caprica at all I did not. I haven't even gotten through Battlestar Galactica. Battle, well, first of all, Battlestar Galactica is an astounding one. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be near the top of this list. Ca- I, dude, I know. But I, I Caprica, know, but I just, the weird I thing about Caprica is it's a spinoff of Battlestar Galactica that is a prequel. But if Battle, Battlestar Galactica is like Star Wars meets a war show, Caprica is like the Godfather. It's slow. There are no spaceships. It's a, it's a slow burning drama that is that basically it would. It's like taking that universe and create. It's like the Marvel is doing with having, you know, incredibly different styles of movies inside of a, a, a shared universe. This is a show that is absolutely tonally different in every way from Battlestar, and yet is absolutely a prequel to Battlestar. Um, like there are no ships in Caprica, so and it has They're a lot just on a planet. Um, yeah. Oh, here we go. Number thirty-three. Did you watch Alien Nation when it was on? I did. I love that show. The movie's okay with James Caan. The movie's okay, but the show is this amazing. It's a it, it's a whole show that pretty much ends up being a look at racism. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, essentially, the ideas of alien visitors have shown up. They're very, very different from us, but also not so different from us. And so, what they've done is one of them has joined the police force, and he's. <laughs> When I say it, it sounds silly. Um, well, now and, all I can think uh, about is Triceracop. Um, Triceracop. Very good. Very good. Um, That's totally, it's totally what they were doing there. Which, by the way, I just we just watched Kung Fury just a few days ago. Um, uh, is it, it not a revelation? If is you're if you're awesome. if you're a Star Trek fan, the human cop on that was the main Vulcan on Enterprise. So there you go. Um, number thirty-two, Star Trek Voyager. Um, Enterprise does not wow. make Enterprise did not did not make the list. Um, See, that's bullshit. Oh, I know. that is such bullshit. It's I read it. Show. You know what it I read? So, you know what? Who some, made this list? Like, is like uh, who? It's just like one joke. Yeah, you know what? Like, who decided this? Actually, you know what? I I'm going to say for the sake of uh, um uh to say that we are reviewing this list, not plagiarizing this list, and giving all credit to uh i don't have the name of the person who wrote it but it's from esquire.com go to esquire.com a fantastic site with a list you should check out lots of things that we 
can't show you in just listing it, and that's why we're not plagiarizing. Star Trek. I read a com- wrong. I read a comment that said the reason that Enterprise doesn't belong on the list is that it never got a chance to get what it would be. And the person who wrote that comment also said, had Enterprise gone seven seasons, you might have seen it be way up there. Um, but it just never got its chance. And if you if you were to take because I'm on record as saying I don't really like the first two seasons of Enterprise very much. And right now I can say that about a lot of next gen as well. And they they, they go, if you imagine if Enterprise were to have gone seven seasons and season three was the quality that season three of Enterprise was and season four was the quality that season four of Enterprise was, imagine what we'd all be saying about Enterprise if it had reached season seven. And that's a really great point. Like you and I can argue, yeah. you and I can argue back and forth about whether Enterprise is a good show in its whole, because I really don't think the first two seasons are very good. But if we were to look at it in the in as a potential seven season show and look at all of the season threes of all the shows, Enterprise would rank right up there, probably above Voyager. And my problem yep. with Enterprise is that 50% of it is seasons one and two, as opposed to two sevenths. So I wonder how it would have been right. if it had ever gotten the chance to be as great as it could have been. Anyway, it's a good comment. Um, but that's number 32, Star Trek Voyager. 31, Lost in Space. Um, nice. It's a, you know, it's a show that that is of its time. Um, if I can't get into the original series, sometimes I'm going to have an even harder time getting to lost in space, but I like the concept of the family in space. That's an interesting concept. Um, yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a great show. Like, I think you, if you could get over your, you know, yeah, I know. can't be special effects shit. Like you'd really enjoy it. Number 30, the original Battlestar Galactica. Um, yeah. um, if you don't know what Battlestar Galactica is, man, if you like, if you like 70s sci-fi, go watch the old one. It's, it's, it's really quality for that era. And it really is, you know, they basically put Star Wars on TV, which, you know, unheard of like that they would turn around. It's such an ambitious idea. And then the new one is just as good for totally different reasons. I suggest them both. Number 29, Futurama. Do I need to explain future? Do I need to explain Futurama to you? Look, whether I'm not a huge. I haven't. I haven't finished it, but I started it um recently, not that long ago, and it's fuck. It's fucking funny. It's. Fucking I'm not funny. a huge fan, but I get that people are just like the Simpsons. I'm not a giant Simpsons fan, but I can recognize. I'm not either. I can recognize its quality and go go like fucking. I get that that's good, but it's not my cup of tea. Um, but don't send me hate mail, man. I understand that it's good. I understand that they're both very, very <laughs> good shows. It's, good. it's just not my thing. <laughs> um, number 28, Logan's Run. This is a show that I know more about because of the movie Free Enterprise, um, which if, if you guys out there haven't seen Free Enterprise, if you're Star Trek fans, what are you doing? It's got William Shatner. It's got William Shatner. William Shatner is in it <laughs> rapping. You have to get Free Enterprise. It's amazing. Right. Um, <laughs> Logan's Run, basically Rapping Hamlet or some sort of Shakespeare, no less. Basically, right? the idea like, is that there's a there's a there's a perfect uh, there's a perfect world, um, but in that world, when you turn thirty, you have to die, and they tell you you have to die um, by you like have this flashing thing on your hand, and uh, you are supposed to give yourself over to that death, and someone decides not to, and they he is being chased down. I assume that his name is Logan. Um, number twenty. <laughs> number twenty-seven. Another show I haven't seen but heard a ton about. Red Dwarf. Um, yes, that's another. What's another British film or British um, show that I've not 
I've I've heard a lot about, and I I get that there's like a huge amount of fandom around, but I've never actually watched it. Number twenty six, Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. It's an anime. Oh, is it good? That shit is so, dude. If you have not seen that, I haven't. Fucking find it and watch it. I'm telling you, like you would like. I mean the the exploration of AI and humanity and like what makes us human is. I mean. It's fucking great. Like, and there are these, like, these tanks that are, like, uh, they're, like, little children. And they, like, all communicate with each other. And they're so cute. And it's, like, but, like, it gets really intense by the end. Like, like, because they basically share their experiences. And it's, like, at what point, like, are you one being then? And, like, should you kill one? Like, is it okay? Like, it's a, it's a living being at that point. It's not just a piece of machinery. Here we go. Right? Because it remembers and it has memories of its life you know like it's fucking crazy dude like seriously it is so good and i i can't even i I, there's so much in it that for me to try to go into it all would be like a whole show in and of itself like but seriously my my friend shrap was like the one who was like you have to watch this and i was like um okay like cool it sounds cool i've seen the movie or whatever i will no 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 (laughs) i will put this on my list number 25 max headroom um, oh, Max Hedrum. You know, here's the thing. I like Max Hedrum when he's in the in the screen. It's such an interesting, fun idea. The show never lived up to it. The show tried to be like a serious show with him as the comic relief. Um, and he was yeah. always funny. Um, I will say this: that I've uh, I I enjoyed. I saw Pixels. Um, we'll just say I saw it. It was a movie that I saw. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, I mean, speaking of Max Hedrum, every time I see him and stuff like Matt Frewer and other things, like I always just, that's what he is to me. He's Max Hedrum. Like, that's what he is. He shows up in Pixels. Uh, um, oh, does he? And it looks like they I got, love him. And they really got Matt do. Frewer's voice. No, Max Hedrum shows up in Pixels. Oh, actually, Max Hedrum. Yeah. Oh, wow. Number 24. This is a show that so many people have not seen. Terminator, the Sarah, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. This oh, is it's good shit. A fucking brilliant show it is it is better than any of the terminators movies after uh terminator 2 um the basic concept of the show is that um a female terminator comes back to protect john connor from a bunch of terminators and they jump forward in time into the 2000s and they're stuck there in this future that it shouldn't be happening this way um and it throws the timeline out of whack. And what happens is every time they do something on the show, it changes the timeline. But people keep coming from the future. So what happens is that that basically because, you know, if I do something today, it slightly alters the future. Someone comes back from the future and I remember that person from my future, but they don't remember me because in the new version of the of the timeline, we never met. That's how... That's they actually go there with the the whole idea of like butterfly effect. If I change one thing, everything in the future is going to change and yet they can still come back. So you get to see the repercussions in how things have changed. It's really just a fantastic fucking show. And it's all just one timeline. So that's good for you because you can handle that. Well, I just like the concept of of a set. <laughs> what I like, what I like about it is, I like, I like the, I like the concept of we do something and then the ramifications come back and see us. And sometimes you have sure. to fi- you have to figure out what those were. 
Um, and yeah. I love time travel shit. You know, even look, I love arguing about the Star Trek 09 stuff because I love time travel shit. Like if I was my mom watching that, like she wouldn't be on your side and she wouldn't be on my side. She'd be like, who? She just she'd care, be like, who gives right? a shit? Um, number exactly. number twenty three, Torchwood, fucking Torchwood. Listen, season one until the end, until the very like last seasons of that shit. It was really good. Season one's okay. Season two is brilliant. Season three is incredibly br- brilliant until the end when it becomes emotionally manipulative and you want to quit on it. And then you eventually yes. jump back in to, or maybe that's season four that does that. Um, and then yeah, I don't remember. And then there, then Torchwood goes to America and it gets terrible, and I never finish it. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't finished it since then either. Like I tried, and I haven't been able to uh to finish it i will though i will 22 farscape i have not seen farscape dude i am telling you you will you've said this over the years you've said this show well you know i now that game of thrones is done watch it maybe now that game of thrones is done maybe that will be uh, when we finish this list tell me which one of these i should do uh farscape essentially a uh uh take concept of star trek Make it, uh, make it more uh, colorful. Make it more interesting in terms of 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 sort of the emotion, emotional realities of it. Make it a little more fantastical, and you have Farscape. I mean, and really, just I mean, make it more. I mean, make it darker, really. Yeah. Because well, like, I do like that. They, they always made the choice that I wouldn't expect. Like, it's almost a lot of times it would like be the opposite of the choice that would happen in Star Trek. Number twenty one. You know I mean? like, Number. I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna keep zipping because we're at an hour. And I want to. I want to find out which go one then. I need to do. But here's one we can spend a minute on: Quantum Leap. Uh, For those of you who weren't around in the '80s and early '90s, there's a show called Quantum Leap that stars Captain Archer. It stars Captain Archer, and he's better in that. And he's he's better in that show. In he's better in that show than he is as Archer because the concept is is that he is traveling through time by jumping into people's lives, assuming their identities, and basically the original history was something went fucked up and he fixes that fucked up something and you get to see him do everything from do a play to do martial arts to there's action there's hard sci-fi ones there's bad guys uh there's an evil leaper there's there's he sings in a lot of them he gets to be a woman a bunch of times he gets to be animals once or twice he gets to jump out of his own lifetime a few times like into into the far past um this is a great Great show. I will say that it's it's a little slow for our tastes today. So it's going to take a little getting used to. But once you get into it, it is so worth watching. You have to it's get past so the, 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 the theme to it is very 80s like synth theme. And you got to get past that a little bit. It's worth whatever. It's awesome. But it, but we're born into that. I'm telling those of you who are listening who may not be into that. It's worth your time. Check it out. Uh, number 20, one I haven't seen, Star Blazers or Space Battleship Yamato. Um, I will yeah, I will assume that. that it's good. Number 19, Babylon 5. Fuck that shit. Have you seen Babylon 5? I don't watch it. It, it was, I my opinion on Babylon 5 was always that it wanted to be Deep Space Nine and it wasn't and it can suck my balls. So here's, so here's to, <laughs> to give it its credit, my understanding is that Babylon 5 was written first. The, it, but it did have the unfortunate unfortunately for Babylon 5 it came out the same season as Deep Space Nine and it's another space station now nowadays we wouldn't think that right nowadays we go 
you can't have two shows on space stations. Are you crazy? You know, now, <laughs> now we can have. S- <laughs> I will not watch this you show. You must be out of your mind. I will not watch this show. It is on a space station. Just like this one. They must be the same. <laughs> now, now, in a day when we can have like seven superhero shows, in a, in a day and age where there's a Flash TV show and they're making a Flash movie with a totally different cast. It's, Are you serious? Yeah, long story. That's we'll talk about stupid. another time. Why? Um, Why are they doing that? Um, uh, my understanding is that it's excellent. My understanding is excellent. The other problem that I had, it's very, very early digital effects. And the space scenes look very much like like you're playing like X-Wing Commander. Um, mm. And and that would be hard for me to get over. But my understanding is that the writing's really good and the characters are really good. Um, it's always been on my list. I think it's so old now that I think I may never get to it. Um, but for some yeah, people... Yeah, I mean, I would have to get past my hate. There are people who... There, I was just... There, there are people who who swear by it. Number eighteen, sliders. If you ever saw that episode with Worf, where he jumps from one reality to the next, and and he doesn't move in time or in space, it's just the reality slightly different. That is sliders. It's essentially quantum leap, but a team goes through and they it, go into and different it's realities. Good, and I really enjoyed the show until there was this one episode, and then I was like, I'm done with you. Like where he like spoiler alert for a show that's a gajillion years old. Um, he find like he the basic premise he's trying to get back home, right? He's always trying to, to get his back reality, home. like that episode of, of Next Gen of yeah. And they, um, the portals that jump them around like are only open for a, a limited period of time for them to figure things out, whatever. Like it's they don't have control over that part. And so there's one episode where they like it is at the end I think where they like basically only have like five minutes or like less like a minute or something in this in this world that they had jumped into and they were right at his house and all he had time to do was open the the gate to his like to his fenced in yard and it didn't squeak so he was like fuck i'm not home and like leaves and then his mom comes out and she had like and like has like oil or whatever in her hand like she had just done it like he was home oh man no that sucks so I, like, I, I will give sliders this. I was this. so I, pissed off. I was like, I, I like, I, I raged out for like <laughs> hours, and I would not watch that show anymore. I was, I was like, and I am done with you. I will give sliders these, these three things: the concept. I will give sliders John Rice Davies, and I will give sliders oh, Jerry no. O'Connell, who I think has always been underrated. I've always thought he was interesting. He was great. I always thought, it. and he, really he was, was the fat kid from Stand by Me. He was. And he grew up to be hunky, and I will give that to him. Um, Indeed. Um, I, it's a little 90s for me. The little bit that I've seen, it sort of reeks of 90s for me, and it's hard for me to get past it. Um, <laughs> it reeks of the 90s. Oh, what a terrible thing. Number 17, <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000. Um, love that show. Love it, love <laughs> it, love it, love it, love it. I love I, it. I like it more than I used to. I feel like the first time I ever saw it, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And it really, it, for whatever reason, like initially really turned me off. See, and like, I, I dug it. I really, really didn't like it. But You know what um, it's good for? It's good. It's good to have on in the background while you're cleaning. Um, I can see that. That's number 16, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Um, now I'm going to get angry at all 15 shows that are before Star Trek Deep Space Nine. 
Right. It is not only my favorite sci-fi show, but my favorite show of all time. So I disagree with all of the rest. But if you don't know what that show is, <laughs> if I have to explain, if I if I have to explain that show to you, then why are you listening? Number yes, number agreed. fifteen, Blake's Seven. No idea. I don't even know what that is. How could it possibly be better than Deep Space Nine? Number fourteen, Stargate SG One. Again, it is not better than Deep Space Nine. Another show, but but people look. I will give it this: there were all these spinoffs from it. To some people, it is the fucking shit. People love it, and it's got yeah. MacGyver. But again, I ne- I don't. I guess even... I just I really loved the movie, and it was such a departure that like I couldn't really do any of the Stargate shows. Because uh, n- I really, really number loved thirteen, the, the original V. That was a, for those of you who don't know, there was a V a few years ago too. But when we were kids, when Alexi and I were kids, V was an event. It was one. It was the first TV event I remember happening. Like, like where it was a mini series where aliens showed up. And if you think about it, this is on like, like, like network television. You didn't get this when we were growing up. Yeah. And it was a major TV and Robert Englund's in it, which I love. Um, uh, but yes. like, like this was mainstream television science fiction, which, which like full on alien invasion television science fiction. And you just didn't get that. Um, and I will give it that. Um, I'm sure that it's good, but it's not better than it's probably not better than than most of the half Deep of the ones Space we've looked Nine. at. Deep Space Nine, probably yeah. not better than Stargate, which I haven't seen. My understanding of people who you have to think about its pl- its place in history sure, as well. Like that's part you of know it. What I mean, number 12 lost. Look, if you hate lost, that's because lost was good. And if you like lost, that's because lost was good. If you're indi- if you're indifferent to Lost, it's because you haven't seen Lost. But you know what? Lo- Look, man, Lost is fucking Lost. Lost is Lost. Like it is. People love it. They hate it, or they haven't seen it. Um, but like well, no one, I, I don't love it or hate it. You haven't seen it then. I have. I saw all of it. You watched all of it. I watched all of it. You are an enigma wrapped in a mystery, wrapped in bacon. Um, okay. <laughs> Number 11. I liked it until the end. The end was like just, I was like, are you fucking kidding? Number 11. This is what I was holding on for. (laughs) Firefly. Nice. You know, for a show that only had 11 episodes, I'll bet that it would have become my favorite above D Space Nine if it had had the chance. Never have I, I almost quit four episodes in because I couldn't get used to the language. And then I got used to it. Oh, really? And then I was, I was so sunk in the movie serenity is also brilliant um oh yeah this this show could have been better than buffy better than ds9 this could have been the greatest science fiction show of all time and that is if you haven't seen firefly go fucking watch it won't take you long because there are only 12 episodes of it and yet it is among the best things i've ever seen it's such a travesty that that's all there is like it just is um fucking good number 10 the outer limits Great show. Very much yeah, like great. very much like uh Twilight Zone. Number nine. This is interesting. It's so highly ranked. Well, I mean I, I mean it it was more I feel like Twilight Zone um was a little bit more uh But the same I, concept. It was, it was an anthology it was it was an anthology like show. It was an anthology. I feel like 
Outer Limits was a little bit more sci-fi based. Number you know? nine, you know I mean? have you seen Fringe? I have not. All right, that put that on the top of your list. Fringe is fucking awesome. You th- is it done? It's done. It's completely finished, and it's all on Netflix. I think. Okay. Um, it is. Uh, it is a show that some of it's written. I think it's got some of the same people that were behind Lost. It's a show that answers its questions. It's a show that starts off as the X Files ish but becomes something so much bigger and so much cooler. It's a slow burn. It is it is a great show and a, and the main character is a strong capable woman. No, well, I like that. Um and uh I can't give it a high enough rec- recommendation. Fringe is brilliant. Um number 8, I don't even know this. Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't know what that is, but it sounds awesome. It's anime. Number seven, The Prisoner. Um, it's a 60s no show. Uh, I'm sure it's fine. Number six, Star Trek, the original series. Where are we at now? Number six. How is that not first? Now here, how is that not number one? Well, that's how I feel about Deep Space Nine being number 16. I feel the same way. Yeah, but like, even if you, because you... You have to understand, you, Justin, have to understand that the original series is actually better than Deep Space Nine to everyone but you. So That's so not I'm true. That's so, there's plenty <laughs> in the Trek community who disagree with you. So I don't need to explain to any of you what the original series was. I'm just was. saying, like, if we... If, so the if big question that about... becomes, the big question becomes, I'm about to list five more. Can any of these possibly, not to you... But in the like, like, for instance, I just said, like the prisoner, Neon Genesis, Evangelion, the, all the ones I just said of all the ones that I just mentioned, even Fringe was really good. Um, the only one that I listed after Deep Space Nine that I thought was actually really possibly better than DS9 was Firefly. Maybe, Firefly. maybe Fringe, um, but not Lost. And not like and even I don't know. It's like DS9 is better than The Prisoner. So, so this is what we're going to ask now for number five through one. Is it not like, cause it's all opinion. It's all subjective to someone, to some joker out there, you know, the, the greatest sci-fi show in the world is Animaniacs and it's not even sci-fi. So, so the question is, is these next five could, is there a reason for them to be ranked higher? So here we go. Number five, the twilight zone. Are you there? I am. I'm thinking about it. Here's the thing. I can see why it's there. I can see that to some people, the Twilight Zone, it it is influential. It is quality. It is top notch. It deserves to be there in the Star Trek. That's what I guess what I'm asking. Do these five shows deserve to be in the Star Trek club? Do they get to go to the exclusive club that the original series goes to? Let's say that I do think that's true. I do think that's true. Like it's it's definitely like it blazed a track in this. You know, like that's like that's the thing for me about how how does Star Trek the original series not rank first when it was such when it's like all the shit that we've talked about up till now. Like so much of it has roots in that. You know what I mean? So that and I feel like that I can see that with the Twilight Zone. All right, the right, next like it's it was so varied so they are at least in the same realm. I will number say 4. It's weird cuz I'm a big fan of this show. 
Battlestar Galactica, the new one. No. Now this is what no. this is what I'm going to say. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is what I'm not even close. No, no, it's here, like not even the same fucking universe. It's not even the same galaxy. It's not even no. Here, well, no. Here, no, no. I agree with you, but I, let me tell you the reason. I my 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 reasons aren't as knee jerk. Um, I really like all of Battlestar Galactica. It is. Um, I know someone who said that the show itself is a religious experience. Um, Dude, but I'm I'm like in season four still. I think I don't know. I couldn't finish it because it's it gotten so ridiculous. Well, and here's it's the so thing: over the top or fucking ridiculous. Well, here's and You're here's gonna say that's better than the original series. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Battle crazy. about Battlestar Galactic for me. There is a world in which I think Lost could be in this in these top five as well as right next to Star Trek the the original series. But the fact is that the last season of Lost. And half of the third season of Lost, but mostly the last season of Lost, is controversial. And to a lot of people, a lot of people think that the last season of Lost is a failure. Now, I don't, but a lot of it people, a, a lot of people do. And no, you can leave it here. Just don't. Well, here, but here, here's what I'm saying about Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica, the first two seasons, right up there right up there deserves to be in this top five list top six list Yeah, the with, first two with, seasons are good and 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 what and what happens is after that the show takes some chances and those chances really resonate with some people and really don't resonate with others and the fact is is that you need to be more universally accepted as being great to make this list and that's the reason yeah. I don't think it belongs there. Like to some people, no. I, I can see why some people would put that show at number one, but there's enough people that would not that you got to go. It yeah. can't be up there. It can't be like like there's like like there there are there are people out there that think the Ace Ventura Pet Detective is the funniest movie ever made. But there are a ton <laughs> of people. There are a ton of people who don't. So while I think that it is infinitely funnier than Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein's always going to get ranked higher because the fact is everybody kind of thinks that's funny and you have to have a particular taste to like Battlestar yes, Galactica. That, you that, really and, do. So it is like it, I'm like cuz like that's how I was feeling. I'm like this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I, wow, wow. Like quality-wise, so I will say in terms of the quality of a show, it deserves to be up here, but it's too it's too controversial the risks that it takes are not it's too divisive. Yeah, it's too divisive. Like, That's exactly what I'm saying. So, um, yeah. Number three, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Absolutely. What? Absolutely. No. Look, man. No. The 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 debate. No. You're just it, saying I that because it's that, not the original series. I agree that it that it should be in the top five, but it does not beat the original series. It's right behind it. I and you see, and I disagree with you, and that's why I think they they will always be paired. They will always be compared to one another. They will there will always be Kirk versus Picard. Of course they will. But how do you not see like like you are just saying like about? Uh, I guess maybe that like about being divisive, but like from like there is no next gen without the original series. Sure. Like so, the idea, but there that, is no Buffy series without the Buffy breaks, movie. And, and like it ranks higher it doesn't make any sense well i quote no, i quote i quote the buffy I, the buffy series is very different than the buffy movie like very like tonally and everything like, i quote i quote the philosopher i quote there, the there's a philosopher whose name is wayne campbell and wayne campbell once said 
<laughs> much like Star Trek The Next Generation, in many ways, it is superior, but will never be as recognized as the original. So, <laughs> so, so um, it deserves to be on the list. Um, the only one that, but it that, doesn't deserve to beat it. I'm sorry, it but, doesn't. Whoever but, wrote this list is, but here's is, the thing, that, but that's all subjective. It deserves to be there with Twilight Zone and the original series, and yes. and but but it it's not divided. I think Battlestar deserves to be on maybe even the top ten, definitely top yeah, twenty. Yeah, I'm saying not, I could see Battlestar being on this list. I don't see it being this high on this list. Number that, that two to me is wrong. The X Files. This is an that deserves in- to be in the top five. This is an, in- this is an interesting it's not case. Better than Star Trek. This is the interesting <laughs> thing about the X Files. The X Files ha- made the mistake of running too long. It like, did. Like the X Files had a significant dip in quality, and I'm not going to say the the season when Mulder wasn't there. I actually thought that I loved Agent Doggett. I thought he was really an interesting character. But the fact is, is that the show just ran too long. And it ran out of ideas for the characters to do, and it became the 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 writers got tired, and it was just not as good at the end. So I don't think it deserves to be um, for the same thing about about Battlestar. If it had stopped at season seven, absolutely it should be here. But I think when everybody I, just like just like Lost, when ev- when everybody long, can though. when everybody I'm just saying it went one season too long out of. Like there are seven seasons, ten of seasons. awesome of that ten, show. Ten, yeah, there are seven, but there are there people think that it's you know it went ten seasons. Yeah. Um, that one? being said, I'm so excited <laughs> that they're bringing it back. So what could possibly be the number one? Da 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 dun. Doctor Who. This is tough. This is. I agree. It should be in the top five, but it, I'm I'm sorry, it is not better than Star Trek. This is so sub- so. Here's the thing: the new Doctor Who is brilliant. The the Eccleston Doctor Who, when the new Doctor Who started, also brilliant. David Tennant, brilliant. The ones before, old school Doctor Who, brilliant. Um, I think that I agree. It deserves to be there, but I think it's a bit unfair because I think it's a bit unfair because it's not broken up in the way Star Trek is exactly that's my feeling exactly right because it's like they're just saying Doctor Who Doctor Who all they're saying Doctor, Doctor Who, Who deserves like if you to be at there all of Star Trek then it would be Star Trek Doctor Who yeah that's that's right? that like I think we can all agree to that because there's just so much more of Star Trek and it's gone to so many different places than Doctor Who has but the fact that is is that, is that if it was one thing as opposed to Star Trek the original series then then Star Trek the next generation then half Star Trek, of half of know. Doctor Who is utterly unwatchable for me another 25 percent of it is watchable but I have to get over it the way I have to get over Star Trek. And the, the rest of it is the stuff that's come out recently, which is brilliant, but some people say isn't as good as the stuff that came before. There's never been a more divisive show than Doctor Who, where everybody has an opinion about what is better, what is the best one. I will say David Tennant's the best doctor ever, and you'll go, you're crazy. And someone else will go, no, don't you understand? Matt Smith is the best. And they'll go, no, you're crazy. And it's the fact is the show is so divisive because it's really like 10 different shows that has yep. been broken up over fi- over 60 years almost. Like it's it, yeah. it's not a fair comparison. And yet I no, can't deny I can't deny that it deserves to be at number one. But I think all of Star Trek deserves to be up there at number one, too. 
I do too. I, like I think if 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 I was doing this list, it would be Star Trek, then Doctor Who. Yeah, and, me too. And then X Files. I would do. I would do that. my top three. Um, Doctor Who wouldn't be up there. I would do uh Star Trek, all of it. I would do Firefly, ten, twelve episodes. Even though, man, I've watched them so much. I've watched them over and over and over and over and over again. Um. And then the third would be really, really, really tough for me since I've already taken all of Star Trek out of it. Um, I, you'd have to ask Doctor Who would definitely rank up there. Um, when I was watching Fringe, I would have said Fringe rank, ranked up there. I might put Lost or Battlestar, but that's just my preferences. So I don't, I don't really have, like, I'm not, I'm not deeply invested in in what the number three one would be. I think it's a fun list, though. Like I'm glad that we looked at it, and it like 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 I've given you fringe, and you've given it me. It mostly makes me angry. Of course it does. Uh, <laughs> I get look. I but it gave you a gift. Fringe, you will love it, and 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 Ghost in the Shell, I will love that. Um, you so, will. Uh, but that's a great place to end. We've ended on a positive start. We started angry, and we ended up angry, but for totally different nerd rage reasons. <laughs> for totally different nerd reasons. <laughs> so thank you for joining us on the journey. Um, uh, we're going to be intervention in just a couple of weeks, man. So be sure to join us there. Um, uh, and uh, my name is Justin. My name is Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. Boner. The original series is number one. Boner. Boner, boner. So you just finished the episode and you're like, hey, that was fun. I'd like more Trek off to put in my ear hole to put into my brain part. Well, that's really easy. All you got to do is go to trekoffpodcast.com. There's over 100 hours of Trek off. It's free. Just go there, trekoffpodcast.com or search iTunes or whatever pod feed you use or trekoffpodcast.com. That's really easy. You can also like us on Facebook where you'll hear information about everything that we do. Like us there, especially hearing about trekoffmovie.com. That's our movie. We're making a movie based on this. The trailer's there. Links are there. Trekoffmovie.com, trekoffpodcast.com. Thank you for listening and trek off.